My guest today is Ellen Walker. Ellen is the president for the Rocky Mountain Folk School up in Grand Lake. We learn all about the history of folk schools, how it started in Grand Lake, and some of the fun classes they're offering this fall. So sit back and enjoy. joining me today. Oh, you're absolutely welcome, Gaylene. How are you today? As I was telling you earlier, you can't beat fall days like this. Absolutely. Just beautiful up here. It really is. And obviously, we're not alone since a lot of other people seem to be coming up to check out the leaves and <laughs> and just are amazed by how beautiful it is up here. We're pretty blessed. Yeah, All absolutely. Yes. Well, you're the board president for the Rocky Mountain Folk School, and you guys are located in Grand Lake. Can you tell me what is a folk school? Uh, I hope I can. It would be bad <laughs> if I couldn't. It would be. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, essentially, uh, a folk school is a school that provides skill-based learning of traditional arts and crafts. It's a place where you learn a variety of hands-on skills, generally focused on creating and teaching, not evaluating. And it just provides an educational experience for people that may want to just try their hand at a new skill and or it becomes a hobby for them as well. Folk schools were started actually a long time ago, back in, in Denmark in the late 1800s, I would say as an alternative kind of high school, teaching uh, hands-on sort of skills. And then it the first school started in the United States in the 1920s in North Carolina, a school that's today still the largest, John C. Campbell, and it's located in North Carolina. And so today there's probably about 80 more uh, folk schools, uh, mostly in the East and the Midwest. And it's part of the reason we're doing it here is you know, we want to expose folks in, in, in the Rocky Mountain region to folk schools and all it has to offer. Well, so how did it come to land in Grand Lake? Well, I've been having some discussions with Diane Butler, who's the Director of Economic Development for Grand County, about an age-old problem that Grand Lake has and in, in, in how do we create a more year-round experience? How do we help drive some economic development and creative vibrancy in Grand Lake, especially in the off-season. So we talked about that in light of the fact that Grand Lake is one of uh, 27, I think now, designated creative districts in the state of Colorado. And we added to that, we said we wanted whatever we create to be a unique offering and that led us to a discussion about folk schools, and Diane had an opportunity to visit a very prominent one up in Minnesota called North House. And when we looked at what a folk school was all about, talking about the things I, I talked about earlier and, and how we thought, you know, in the smartphone world of instant technology, you know, many people are really looking to older skills and more reflective sort of times and, and want to learn to be able to work with their hands long enough to sort of get lost in the, I would call it creative moment. 
Uh, but they don't necessarily want to create things alone. So, so they want to get together and work collaboratively. And, and so that's, that's how we started uh, the idea back at the end of last year. We thought the concept of a folk school fit perfectly with the town of Grand Lake and what Grand Lake provides and offers and would provide a unique opportunity. So there really isn't any other folk school anywhere in the area. So we started, you know, last year doing all the essential things you need to do. You have to name it. And we didn't want it to be called Grand Lake or even Grand County or even Colorado Folk School. Again, we wanted it to be Rocky Mountain because we're striving to be a premier folk school that uh, attract and stimulate and encourage artisans and participants throughout the region. Our mission, we created a mission which simply says that Rocky Mountain Folk School provides year-round learning experiences of traditional arts and crafts that engage the hand, warm the heart, and stimulate the mind in an inspiring and inclusive mountain lake community. So we also got all the necessary certifications to be a nonprofit and developed a website and a logo and banking and all that sort of stuff you need to do to establish yourself as an entity. And we've been very fortunate in receiving support from the Colorado Creative Industries, which is the division in the state of the economic development. And as mentioned, since we are a creative district, they've been supportive of us. Also, the town of Grand Lake has been um, amazing in their support. They've, they've granted us some money and they've given us a building right in downtown to use as our folk school. And we've also received some important grants from some individuals and some organizations and foundations that help us provide some needed capital that's essential for any startup business. That's great. And you've got some really fun classes. You mentioned how important it is for people to learn new skills and work with their hands. I mean, that's even proven to be really help people in their mindset working more with their hands. Uh, absolutely. It, it's great therapy. It, it's also, as I mentioned, you know, we, we do it as a, a small group. So there, there's that camaraderie and the interaction uh, that people, I think, want in today's world. So the combination of, you know, put your smartphone away and just yeah. engage with other people and learn. And, and you may not even want to continue that particular skill that you were exposed to. You may want to try some more classes and or you just get hooked on that particular craft and and want to turn it into a, a hobby. Well, let's talk about some of the classes that they're offering this fall. I know the one that I really wanted to do, but I was out of town, was the drum life. Yeah, we, we actually have delayed the, the drum life to get ourselves some more participants. So if you're interested, oh. um, yeah, we'll we'll hook you up at, okay. uh, when we start that class. Oh, I yeah, would love yeah, that. absolutely. Oh my gosh, because yeah, I we, looked at that and I thought, oh, I've missed already two classes, so I can get in from the beginning. Absolutely. We've also done a number of classes starting in the late spring. We did a rug hooking class, plain air oil landscaping class. We did wood turning, and we just last weekend finished a four day primitive rug hooking class with a, a nationally known 
hooker. And I know that sounds a little strange. And <laughs> as she said, she's heard every every hooker joke there is. I'm sure and there were and there were 15 participants literally from around the country that came for, for the class. This month we're getting we've been fortunate to be able to get some pottery equipment, kilns and wheels. Uh, we're uh, setting them up this month and we'll be starting pottery classes twice a week at the end of this month. We also have um, going on shortly uh, guitar lessons, a wire wrapping uh, crystal jewelry making class. And we're always on the lookout for other skill-based artisans that want to come and teach a class. And I would encourage people to check out our website where they can see a, a simple form if they'd like to be considered to be an instructor. Our website is very simply rockymountainfolkschool.org. Alan, this has been so informative and I'm going to get back online and look and sign up for that drum life. Oh, great. Yes. We'd love to see you up here. <laughs> I think well. Well, thank you for your time today. I really appreciate it. Aileen, it was my pleasure. Thanks, Alan. Thank you.